Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Date Me or Hate Me, a podcast all about dating. As I like to do with all my episodes that are a little bit delayed, I appreciate you guys still tuning in, still being there, still wanting to listen. So, thank you so much. I'm really excited about this week's episode because I got a lot of really good feedback and I can't wait to share it with you guys. Um, and again, of course, tell my own story, my own crazy story, but yes, I really appreciate you guys hanging in there and bearing with me. Um, my mom was visiting the last like week and a half and just trying to keep her entertained and make sure she's happy can stress me out a little bit just cause me and her are really different. And honestly, I got a little bit of PTSD, Um, thinking back to last year when me and her were quarantined together for three months. Love that lady, but yeah, it was a lot. So I also recently moved not that long ago. So I've been like trying to get the new place together and then she came and she was definitely helpful, but just still trying to get things together, busy with work, you know, trying to get things together for the podcast and get it out on time, but sometimes it doesn't happen. So again, just trying to kind of navigate the craziness of life. And I appreciate you guys being there for the ride with me. And I'm sure you're navigating your own crazy things just for a little life update. Like I always do. I am very happy. I've been very, very happy. Um, a lot of crazy changes that you will guys will soon know about. I'm not going to give everything away because again, it's probably going to be its own podcast episode one of these days. And hopefully that's sooner rather than later for you guys. But yeah, needless to say, I'm still very happy in my relationship. And yeah, I'm also getting some like good ideas for future episodes that I'm really excited about. And I can't wait to share those with you guys, but yeah, just been busy and, you know, just trying to enjoy, enjoy life between all the craziness. That's all you can do. Right. So let's jump right on in to this week's episode of the friend with the benefits. Okay. So I think it's pretty safe to say that everyone knows what friends with benefits are. It's a tale as old as time. They even made a whole video or like movie, you know, about it. And it's called friends with benefits. Even though I feel like in real life, like things rarely end up like they do in that movie. It's still something that basically everybody knows about And everyone knows what it means. And I feel like it's pretty safe to assume that a lot of people have experienced this type of dynamic firsthand. And the responses I got to this topic seems to back up this data of mine. And I know some people might say it's not really like dating because that's why it's called friends with benefits. You know, there's usually none of the like romantic side in this type of situation, but it's still an aspect of dating. Like there are situations where 
friends with benefits do turn into a full-blown actual relationship. And of course there's times that it doesn't, but still, even if it doesn't turn into that, you're still going through these motions with somebody and you can still go on quote dates with your friend that you are friends with benefits with. So in some ways it's entangled in this mesh of like all these things that make up relationships and dating and just, yeah, this web of just everything. Because like I always say, you know, this type of stuff isn't like black and white, you know, relationships aren't black and white. It's no yes or no answers. It's no like rule book that you follow. It's incredibly messy and complicated and crazy, but that doesn't necessarily mean these are bad things either. Um, Some of them are bad things. Some of them are not bad things. So I do think that the friends with benefit thing still fits into dating just as much as like booty calls fit into dating. And we'll get into that a little bit later too, how they're like different yet similar. Um, But yeah, like it may not be the typical type of dating that people think about, but it is still in under the category of like dating and relationships. I don't really want this podcast and especially this episode to turn into like a call her daddy type of vibe and I'm not going to let it to get that way, but this topic may be a little bit more, you know, explicit than I usually make this podcast. I do try to keep it, you know, pretty friendly for everyone which I know isn't always possible, especially when you're talking about dating. And I mean, I'm going on 30 years old. Um, ew. Uh, yeah. So it's not like I can't talk about these things. I just try to make them a little bit more nicer to talk about. So more people can listen in on the podcast, but I do feel like this friends with benefits dynamic is important to the dating world and it's important to talk about. And obviously you guys feel that way too, because you gave me a lot of feedback on it. So let's dive into my story and then we'll hear about what you guys had to say about friends with benefits. Okay. As I had to like think back to my own dating experiences and like kind of see if I've ever been in this situation again, besides the story I'm going to tell, this is really the only time I've ever had like a true friends with benefits type of situation. So I felt it only fitting to go ahead with this one. I was trying to think if there was any others I could do like a two story or type of thing, but yeah, this was like the only real one. So, and it perfectly describes it in my opinion. And based on the feedback that I got from you guys, some of you guys have been in the same situation too. So let's go. So this was back when I was finishing up college over the summer. I technically got to walk with like my graduating class, but I had to do some summer classes to like actually have all the credits, you know, that type of college stuff. So I literally just took like random classes to fulfill my college credit like requirement. And I had developed a really good core group of friends 
during this time. And we occasionally called all of us together, the squad. We were 22. So give us a break. Even though we do still call each other that, because that was like our title. Like we were like the squad and it was us four. It was made up of two girls and two guys. And before you assume if the other girl and guy were hooking up too, the answer is no, unless they've been hiding like the secret for many, many, many years. But I feel like I would have pried it out of either of them if that was the case. Um, and also a lot of people like always assumed that they were together rather than me and my actual friend with benefit, which was funny. And even for, I think it was for the guy's birthday, I photoshopped this horrible picture of them in front of this like French bakery, like about to get married. It's an inside joke, but yeah, everyone always assumed like that they had a thing. And then like when me and my friend with benefit actually started having like a thing, the only people who really like knew were the other core members of the squad. But it was just funny that everyone just assumed that they were something, even though they weren't. And, you know, like most true friends with benefit situations, we didn't start out with the benefits like we all just kind of came together. It's actually kind of funny because, you know, it was one of those situations where you meet one person and then you kind of pick up the other person and then you kind of pick up the other person. And we all kind of came from different friend groups and like different experiences and everything and just formed this kind of like core group that I haven't really experienced, especially with you know, other guy friends and girlfriends, like all together. The only other thing that I've had that was kind of similar was when I lived in Tallahassee with, um, my roommate, we ended up meeting four guys literally across the hall who also were from like the DMV area, which was funny. Cause we were all in Florida and they were more like our brothers. So, the other guy in, the squad was, was like a brother type of situation. But obviously the guy that became the friend with benefits was not necessarily, but anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. So, you know, it was always like us four doing fun things together. And like a lot of it was partying. We were young and trying to have fun, but we would also go do like fun things, just the four of us. And, or we'd stay in, or we would just do, you know, random things. Like we all went to the museum when they had this like night at the museum event. And, you know, we would just do a bunch of stuff like that, like typical friend stuff. And we always had fun and enjoyed our time together. But there was always this like weird attraction between me and my friend with benefit because we didn't, I think when we first had met, it felt like it could potentially turn into like, oh, like maybe we would go on a date, but we enjoyed hanging out as friends. And then the benefits started coming, if that makes sense. So I think that's why 
the situation with him was a little bit different because when we had met, there was this like attraction, but we were having so much fun as friends and a part of this group that it went more in a friend direction and then kind of added the benefits on rather than, you know, us going straight into like potentially dating and things like that. So that's kind of how it happened, but nothing really happened in a benefits way until it happened. Um, and I can't even tell you the exact moment that the benefits started. Um, I'm literally trying to sit here and think as we speak, but I can't pinpoint the exact moment. What made the friend with benefits situation really nice though, was that he literally lived three houses away from me. So we lived in Richmond on a row of houses, like right outside of campus of VCU, where we all went, all of us went there. And yeah, it was like this row of like five houses and I was on one end, he was on the other end. And then there were like three houses in between. But what made the com- the situation complicated was that his ex-girlfriend lived in one of the three houses in between, which there were definitely times when I would like go to go over to his house and I'd see her like sitting on the porch and I'd be like, okay, now I'm going back in because I, if you know me, you know, I don't like drama. I will deal with situations. Don't get me wrong, but I do not knowingly put myself in dramatic situations. I'd much rather just not deal with it than deal with the drama. I hate drama, but it's really funny because I'm actually friends with her now and she is really good friends with one, the other girl that was in the squad. So it's just funny how like things work out after that. But yeah, so it was very convenient. We already all hung out. He lived really close. You know, we knew all the same people. We hung out with all the same people for the most part. And so then the benefits started happening and we never really went on dates, but we did like occasionally go do things together without the other members of our squad. Um, I remember one time we just like kind of laid outside on like the grass on like a little blanket with my dog and kind of just like hung out outside. We went to the fair, you know, but it was never anything like an actual date. Like I never felt like we were on a date. I just felt like we were doing things together and it was nice. It was fun to hang out. He was so close. So he was usually down to do whatever. Whereas like the other two members of the squad lived a little bit further away. So I couldn't just like hit them up. So it was just convenient. I knew him. I trusted him. He was my friend. And then the benefits started happening and the benefits obviously weren't that bad either, or they wouldn't have continued to happen. Um, but yeah, so he also, what also made him a good friends with benefits is that he was the type of guy to not really catch feelings. And I was in this, you know, mindset. It was not that long after I got cheated on. And so I wasn't looking for a relationship. I wasn't looking 
for anything serious. I was just, you know, trying to live my life and have a good time. So it just seemed like the perfect situation because I knew who like he was as a type of guy and I knew how I was feeling and I just felt like it was the best possible scenario so that nobody could get hurt because we were both on the same page. So that was nice. And it seemed like a really good fit. We still hung out with the squad, of course, and they would definitely make fun of us because they were really the only people who like knew what we were doing. Cause we couldn't really hide it from them. Like they know us and they would like see us leave somewhere, things like that. So, you know, we couldn't really keep it from them and they would just like crack jokes on us, but it was what it was. We accepted our, our, uh, situation and enjoyed it for quite a while until things started to like shift a bit. Um, my other guy friend in the squad started, you know, kind of having conversations with me being like, you know, don't break his heart. He's been through a lot of stuff. And I told him, you know, like we knew what we were doing. We had an understanding and yada, yada. But I guess I didn't realize that he was catching some feelings because I did start picking up on some like vibes and some things that he would say where it made it seem like he was catching feelings and like even getting a little jealous because we would talk about like other people and things like that because we knew it wasn't like a thing. Granted, like I didn't talk to many people besides him because I wasn't looking for a relationship again. But like if a guy came along, I would talk to him about it because he was my friend and we had that understanding and he would do the same, you know? So when I started sensing, when we would have these conversations that they were kind of changing to a kind of jealous tone type of thing, I was like, oh, this is not good. Like, this is what I was trying to avoid. My friend with benefits was also special. So he had cystic fibrosis. I already knew what that was and what it meant because I had a friend, a really close friend in high school, actually, whose older sister passed away from it. And if you don't know what it is, like roughly, because I'm not a doctor, it has to do with your lungs. I think it produces too much mucus. And basically, I don't know how much things have changed in current years, but back like when my friend's older sister passed away, you know, you only live to be in your 30s or so. Um, also, I would hang out with my friends with benefits a lot and he'd have to do his like treatments, which involved a bunch of different things. And one of the things was this like vest he put on that, you know, made the, it like shook him basically and made the mucus kind of like break up in his lungs so that he could breathe better and things like that. So yeah, I, I am a very empathetic person. I had already, you know, kind of been in a situation where I knew about cystic fibrosis and I knew what it meant. And 
it made me have these like feelings for him that I like really cared about him and I didn't want to hurt him because I knew some of the stuff that he had been through and I just didn't want to hurt him. I didn't want to cause him any pain or anything. I enjoyed being his friend genuinely. And I wasn't trying to ruin that, even though I know like when we took it to that benefit situation, it changed things. Even if, even if you don't want it to change things, it changes things like it, you're taking something to the next level. It can't go back to where it was. It can in the sense of the title and the term, but it can't really go back fully because things have changed. You've done things that most friends don't do. So with all this like information with him starting to get feelings and things like that, you know, we had a discussion and we decided to stop the benefit part. And I really wanted him to find somebody who could, you know, be with him if that's what he wanted. And we could just go back to how we were before to still hang out and just not do the benefit thing. And, you know, try to go back, but while knowingly knowing that we had altered the things between at least me and him. And things did go back to normal for a while, but then he, we actually, the squad started seeing him less and less in our group hangouts and things like that. But we were all under the understanding of that life was happening. We were graduating, you know, we were trying to navigate life after graduating. So nobody blamed anybody. We did miss out on having him there. And we would like joke about how we never saw him anymore. And I don't know, honestly, if that was because me and him stopped things or not, but I was actively trying to, you know, keep things the way they were and get back to that, like true squad mentality that we had initially and to just keep hanging out and enjoying, you know, time together. But again, like I said, no one blamed him. No one, you know, didn't like him, anything like that. We would just joke that we never saw him anymore. And, you know, eventually we all went our separate ways anyway. Obviously I'm here in Florida and I'm in a relationship and my old friends benefit and the other girl that was in the squad are about to get married, not to each other though. They're getting married this year, both of them. And the other part to the squad is basically a dentist now. And he just picked himself up a girl that he is crazy about that he didn't see coming. So, you know, it's just crazy that we all used to be these young, wild, you know, fresh out of college adults. And now we're, you know, going to the next stage of life in different places and in different situations. And we all still, you know, keep in touch. Definitely not as much as back in the squad days, but in my eyes, it'll be the squad forever. And I feel like for the most part, they feel the same way. Um, were they better? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But yeah, it was definitely a big part of my life, especially coming out of the cheating situation and 
graduating college and I was the first person to graduate college in my family. So, you know, it was just a big time, a lot of things going on, just trying to be young and crazy and have fun while you can. And we totally did that. And we had a great time. And I think every member of the squad for what they did. And I value my time with my friend with benefits just as much as I value the time that I had with guys that I had dated and enjoyed, you know, like my friends with benefits situation was an enjoyable situation. Like we had a good time. It didn't end badly. It actually was better than a lot of the actual dates I had been on, but it wasn't like a truly romantic situation, but there was still a lot of caring and a lot of feeling and, you know, being there for somebody that comes with being a rela- in a relationship just because it wasn't a romantic one. It still had a lot of the components of a romantic relationship. And like, honestly, if you think about it, people tell you in your romantic relationships that you need to be, you know, you need to be friends first, or, you know, you need to have a strong friend foundation to your relationship. And that's so true because Yes, the romantic part and the aspect that makes a relationship one that can lead to, you know, like marriage and like all these things that you see with like a romantic relationship. It also encompasses a lot of things from a friendship, you know, someone you can count on, someone you like to spend time with, someone you trust with your feelings and your thoughts and your ideas and everything like that is also the core foundation of a friend group and a friend relationship. So that's why I think, you know, this does fit into dating and it does fit into this like relationship web that I mentioned earlier. You know, it's just a different aspect that a lot of people might not see as dating or classify as dating or relationship type of thing. So Yes. I wish him all the best. I actually think he's getting married next month. So congratulations to him. I'll have to reach out and give him a formal one, but yeah, no hard feelings. You know, we had a great time and I wish him the best. He's obviously really happy. Cause like I said before, like that man did not used to catch feelings for anyone and he's getting married. So props to him. Congrats to him. I'm glad he's not getting married to one of the girls that he dated after the squad situation. I know my other girlfriend in the squad can uh, back me up on that one, but yeah. So I wish him all the best. I wish everyone in the squad the best and I know they'd wish the same for me. And yeah, so let's get into your experiences with a friend with benefits situation. All right. And now to your guys' experience. So the first question I asked was, have you ever been in a friends with benefits situation? And 74% said yes. And 26% said no. So that was 31 people saying yes. And 11 people saying no, which I feel like just kind of backs up the quote data that I mentioned before that I feel like most people have been in a friends with benefits situation at some point in their lifetime, granted, I do think that each friends with benefits situation can also be different and include different things, but 
you know, my type of idea of a core friends with benefits situation is still having that friendship, the true friendship, just adding the benefits quote, like hooking up with each other. So next I asked, define what friends with benefit means to you. Cause I was curious how you guys like defined it. Like I just said, you know, mine is, you know, being actual friends and still doing friend things just with the added benefits. And some of these answers I'm going to edit. So they're not as <laughs> vulgar as they were sent to me. They're really not that bad, but like I said, I like to keep the podcast a little cleaner than most. Um, okay. But for the first one, they said friends who bone. There it is folks. <laughs> Next we have no strings attached. We're here for one thing and one thing only. Next is meeting up with the understanding that y'all are going to have some physicality at some point during the meeting. I don't think every time you hang out with your friends with benefits that you have to have the benefits, but that's just me. Maybe I'm different, but I know in my situation, like it wasn't an every single time thing. It was just, you know, when we wanted to have the benefits next is no exclusiveness, which again is true. Like I talked about in my own story, but just that answer can be used for booty calls too, which is why I wanted to add on questions about booty call versus friends with benefits, because some of the answers I was getting kind of sounded almost like a booty call. And I do think there is a difference. And I think you guys think that as well. But some of these answers, you know, to me might mean a little bit more booty call rather than friends with benefits. So the next answer was no desire to take things beyond casually hooking up. Okay. Next is chilling with a homie and hooking up on the side, but super low key. Very cool of you person who sent this to me. You know who you are and I know who you are. Next is no label. Mine didn't include an element of support strictly of what are you doing or come by text. Now this answer, the no label thing, of course, I mean, you could technically label it a friends with benefits situation, but the not having the element of support, I feel like a friend with benefits situation should include an element of support. It's just not like your romantic partner supporting you. It's still your friend supporting you. So like, say you don't even have a friends with benefits, say you just have your friends and you just have your romantic partner. You can go to both of those people for support, not just one or the other. And let's say you have friends or just a booty call. And now I don't think you have that level of support with a booty call you do with your friends though. So that's why I think like the friends with benefits situation, there should be a level of support to technically call it like a friend with benefits rather than a booty call. And especially, you know, a strictly just texting a, what are you doing or come by does sound more like a booty call to me. But like I said, there's different types of friends with benefits situations and that's totally fine. So whatever you want to label it as you can, but me personally, I think that sounds a little bit more like a booty call. Next is it's like finding someone you enjoy playing tennis with, but instead of tennis, you're hooking up. True. But that could also be a booty call, I guess, too. 
See, this is why I was like, hmm, I need some clarification here. Next answer was hooking up, but not dating and even talking with them about people you might go out with. So basically, you know, you're not dating, but you can still talk to each other about like people you could potentially go on dates with. Like I mentioned, that was kind of a similar situation to what I was in, but we were friends before. So I wouldn't say like just the benefits, like you do also get the friend benefits as well, or at least I did in my situation. And then the last answer I got was someone you have an established but non-romantic relationship with that includes sexual activity. It is different than a repeat hookup partner in that your relationship goes beyond just hooking up and includes friendship, which this, you know, kind of all these answers led me to ask more about like the booty call versus friends with benefits, because just some of this was kind of blurring the lines. Um, but that last answer I got, you know, that was a really good way actually to describe it. I would say. So the next question I asked was, did your friends with benefits situation ever turn into a real relationship? And 32% said yes. And 68% said no. So 11 people said yes. And 23 people said no. So again, that kind of backs up what I said in the beginning that just like that friends with benefits movie. Yeah. In the end, they like realize they actually want to be together, but that isn't necessarily how it always turns out. Um, again, from my own personal experience, that's not how it turned out. And it seems like, you know, the majority of people, that's not how it turned out either. Next question was, can you stay friends after the benefits end? And 69% said yes. And 31% said no. So that was 24 people said yes. And 11 people said no. So again, you know, each situation is different. I think, you know, since me and my friend with benefits situation kind of established how it was going to be in the beginning. And even though things became a little bit rocky because he started to develop feelings, um, it was good that we ended it there so that it didn't get any further than it already was. And he did get a little bit distant in the friend group, but that came later. And like I said, life kind of got in the way too. There was no hard feeling. So it's not like we hated each other, but I think, you know, if one person or both people start getting feelings and it gets really complicated and things end badly, I think, you know, that's when the friendship can be totally ruined. Because like I said, you know, once you add that benefit part to your friendship, there's no really like going back to just being friends having never included the benefits, there's still going to be that like connection that you guys had on this different level than just strictly friends, if that makes sense. And so next question I asked, why did you get into a friends with benefits situation? And I gave you four choices. The choices were eggplant emoji and peach emoji. We all know what that means. The next was taking the relationship to the next level. The third was it just happened. And the fourth was other, which I asked you to explain in DMs. So 16 of you guys said eggplant and peach emoji. So it seems like you guys were just 
wanting to get it in. Then one person said taking the relationship to the next level. Nine people said it just happened, which I'd be curious to hear the stories of how it just happened. But again, I feel like I also don't remember how it just happened in my own situation. So maybe that's why I'm curious to hear about yours. Cause I can't even remember how mine just happened. And then the fourth other, I had three people choose that, but I did get, it looks like four DMS about it. So the first DM for the other reason why you guys got into a friends with benefits situation was that it basically depends because it can be a mix of all, all of the choices at times. It can be a mix of eggplant emoji, taking the relationship to the next level and it just happening, which I would agree that it could definitely go those different ways. Um, the next was she was trying to figure out her sexuality and we were super close. So we started hooking up every now and then, and it's super chill and fun. So I'm glad it's working out for you. It sounds like though, that you're the stable person in this situation and she could potentially be the one to either catch feelings or something like that. And then it can possibly become a sticky situation, but I hope it stays nice and chill and fun and you enjoy it as long as you can. And who knows, like maybe that won't happen. It just seems like that could be a potential outcome of this situation. So just tread lightly with that, I would say. Next is went the friends with benefit route with an ex when we were both newly single, not the most brilliant of moves from either of us didn't end well. And honestly, (laughs) I feel like this type of situation deserves its own type of phrase. I don't think friends with benefits is the correct phrase for this. I think horrible decision (laughs) is the correct phrase for this because I've definitely been in this situation more than once and it was never a good idea. seems like it at the time never is in the long run. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call that friends with benefits though, because if you had a previous romantic relationship, even if you ended your romantic relationship and decided to continue to be friends again, like I said, once you add those benefits in, and especially like once you have romantic feelings for each other, you can't really go backwards fully and like genuinely because those things are still on the back burner, even if you're not deciding to pursue it romantically. Again, I would just call that a horrible decision because I've made them myself. And lastly, I got, I knew her from a mutual friend and she wanted a sexual partner she could trust and explore things with without emotional availability. After I left the dating scene, I am the definition of emotionally unavailable. Well, hey, that worked out nicely. And he says it works out so far. No, how's your day texts or calls, just come over type of text and then trying things out. So, I mean, you did meet her through a mutual friend and she's comfortable with you, obviously, to like try new things and things like that. So that's good. Um, but again, like not having any type of conversation besides just like come over still kind of seems a little booty call to me rather than friends with benefits. But again, live your life. Do you boo-boo? 
So that's a good segue into the last two questions I asked, which I added on because again, I felt like some of these were kind of turning into a booty call type of description rather than friends with benefits. So I asked, what's the difference between a friends with benefits and a booty call? And got quite a bit of responses on this. So the first one is friends with benefits is good sex with each other without a romantic connection and a booty call is just horny. (laughs) So, I mean, that's a good way to put it. I think, um, it just gets right to the point. And then next is might be the same, but booty calls might have zero feelings where friends with benefits have at least a friend connection. So I can see that again, kind of like I mentioned, you know, I would classify some of these things more as booty calls rather than friends with benefits, but you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be that's whatever you want to call it. I'm just explaining my point of view of it and my definition of it. So yeah, next is friends with benefits implies there are no expectations of a relationship. You can booty call a girlfriend or a boyfriend. So Yes, but I don't think it's called booty call if you're doing it to your boyfriend or girlfriend. I think that's just like wanting to get it in type of thing, not necessarily a booty call. Booty call to me is like, again, I would define it as like someone you don't even really talk to except for one thing. Whereas like a friends with benefits, you can still hang out and be friends You don't have to have your benefits happening all the time, but they're there if you need them. Next is friends with benefits are actually friends who do friend stuff besides just hook up. That's a great way to put it, in my opinion. The next response was that they're the same thing, again, to each their own, but I have a difference of opinion on that. Next is friends with benefits is like everyday where booty calls are just boredom. Dang, if you guys are friends with benefiting, getting your benefits every day, then props to you. Next is friends with benefits is more of a mutual understanding that it's an ongoing thing versus hit it and quit it. I would, I would assume that like, I don't think you have to just strictly hit and quit a booty call, but I think it's more just like that's what it is. Like it's a booty call. You call just for booty and nothing else. We're friends with benefits. You could be like, Hey, do you want to go do this today? And it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to end in the benefits. It's just, you're going to hang out with your friend. Like you normally do type of thing. Next is friends with benefits. You are able to hang out without the sex and booty calls are strictly sex. So that's kind of like what I just said. And I agree with that. Like That's basically the exact thing I just said. The next is friends with benefits usually are already part of the friend circle before hooking up and it's still a friend at the end of the day. You can do the fun friend things like food, dates, adventures, play dates, etc. But a booty call I feel is more to the point. Someone you may met at a bar or at a party and one thing led to another We aren't really friends outside the bedroom. Like I wouldn't invite a booty call to hang out with my friends, but a friends with benefits, I would because she's probably already a part of the friend circle. So that was 
a fantastic description. And lastly, both are terms that vary widely in meaning depending on who's using them. Generally, though, I found that they loosely fit into something like this. Friends with benefit implies that both parties have the same or similar view of their relationship and accept and value it for what it is. Booty call seems to be used more often to describe a relationship where the person being booty called feels disadvantaged or disrespected by the other person for using them for hooking up. It indicates there's a difference in what the two people are expecting or looking for in the relationship. Uh, So I think you can have a booty call that, you know, you both have the same understanding of what it is. I can definitely see where you're coming from, where sometimes with booty calls, someone can feel disrespected or used or things like that. But I think that's also when communication is not happening. Like people are not communicating well and they're not talking about things properly. So I wouldn't say that like everything fits the mold you just mentioned, but I know you said before that it can vary in meaning depending on who's using them. And like I said, the same thing, like this is what I think a booty call is and what I think a friends with benefit is doesn't necessarily mean it's the same for you. So good feedback. And the last question I asked, can a booty call turn into a friends with benefits situation? And 95% said yes. And 5% said no. So those 18 people said yes. And one person said no. So yeah, I, you know, I guess I agree with that. I guess it's just hard for me to like see that path just because I didn't take that path. And again, I think once you add benefits to something quote benefits, we all know what the benefits are by now. I hope that it kind of changes the dynamic rather than when you go in strictly as friends and then you add the benefits in rather than you start with the benefits and try to add the friendship in. It's just going to be a little bit different. Do I think it could be done? Yes, I do agree. I think you can turn a booty call into a friends with benefits situation. I just think it's different which way you do it, if that makes sense. And then one person did respond to this question to add something themselves. And they said, yes, if the person being booty called has the same perspective of the relationship as the caller and feels respected, then that would be a friends with benefits. And sure. But like I said, you know, I think it's kind of different how you go into it, at least I'm trying to see from my perspective and I'm trying to see from someone else's perspective, but you know, I just think it's different if you start out as friends and add the benefits rather as you start out with benefits and try to add the friendship in. it's just going to end a little differently, not in a bad way, but just be different. So yeah, that was all your guys' feedback. So let's do some final thoughts and wrap this episode up. Okay. So just to kind of round out this week's episode and hit on some few key points here. I just wanted to start by saying, I think really good romantic relationships can come out of friends with benefits situations. Because like I mentioned before, you know, you have that foundation of friendship that you're building on and like some people checked off, you know, like sometimes you're just taking the relationship to the next level. Sometimes things just happen and 
you know, a lot of really great and long lasting relationships stem from a friendship or they started out as just a friendship. And so don't get me wrong. I don't think friends with benefits are a bad thing at all. Um, I think, you know, there is a difference personally between a friends with benefits and a booty call. And that is that like friendship support and foundation where booty calls are just strictly for one thing. And we all know what that one thing is. It's the quote benefits. And so, yeah, I mean, I do think that friends with benefits situations usually are a little bit more fulfilling than just a booty call because you're also getting that like support and that, you know, friendship side of it. I think they tend to last a little bit longer than booty call situations. And like I said, could potentially blossom into something they don't always. And sometimes, you know, it just doesn't work out. A lot of times you could potentially lose the friend that you get into a friend with benefits situation. So you do have to keep in mind, you know, if you guys are ready to add the benefits into your friendship, you have to know that it's going to go one of two ways. It's going to either work out and blossom into a romantic relationship, or, you know, it's going to end and you do run the risk of ruining the friendship. Like I said, I think sometimes you can still remain friends It's just different though, when you go back and you try to be strictly friends and even if you don't want it to be different, just having added those benefits into your relationship changes things. And it's just not possible to like completely erase those experiences and those instances and go strictly back to being friends. So you do have to keep in mind, it's going to go one of two ways. It's either going to go well, or it is not going to go well. And not everybody wants their friends with benefits to turn into a relationship and that's perfectly fine, but you do have to still realize that you run the risk of potentially not being friends with this person anymore or things just being a little bit different than it was before. So yeah, I think we hit on a lot of really good points and talked about friends with benefits in a lot of detail this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Again, congrats to my squad friends who are getting married this year and anyone else who's getting married this year that's listening. I don't know why you're listening to a dating podcast if you're getting married, but I appreciate it a lot. (laughs) Keep doing it, but no. Yeah. So I hope you guys have a great thirsty Thursday. Again, I'm not really drinking much, so drink one for me and I'll see you in two weeks for the next episode. (music) 